Welcome, 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 welcome to the RIP 28 Podcast. This is the RIP 28 Podcast. It's a podcast where a few friends get together and we talk about a few things. Sometimes we talk about things you may like. Sometimes we talk about things you may not like. But we keep on talking about them on the RIP 28 Podcast. I'm Sly Williams and I'm joined by my homeboys. We don't have the president, but we're going to start off with your favorite teacher's favorite teacher. What's going on, LBZ? Let's go. It's BZ the GOAT, man, a.k.a. everybody's favorite. Not just your favorite teacher or your coach. I'm just everybody's favorite. Let's get it. I hear you. I hear you. Check this out. We got a special guest, a special, special guest. We have the owner of Absolute Inc. I'm talking about a business, a businessman, a mover and shaker, someone doing big things around the community. And I'm going to be honest, this is a guy that I have known. I don't know how long I done known this dude. I don't know. You say forever. 30-something years. Y'all old. 30, and and I'm I'm going to tell something to the whole RIP28 podcast world. All the listeners out there, this is the only man who has ever walked this face of the earth who can say he got the best of me in a fight. The only man who ever walked this face of this earth who can say he got the best of me in a fight. We used to go at it every day. His older brother made us fight every day at the NYSP camp. The one and a lot of people don't know about that one. They don't know, Mr. Ivory. I promise you, a lot of people don't know about that one. (laughs) What's going on, my brother? Hey, man, blessed and highly favored, man. For those who don't know, I am good at Mr. 803. 605-8244, that number right there always works. You can always <laughs> hit me up. Absolute Inc. 4051 Broadway Road. Here it is, man. Hey, Ivory, Ivory, uh, like I said, he, he's a lifelong friend of, of me and Bron, man. Ivory has has done a lot of things, but, but one thing that Ivory has done and we're going to jump straight into this. I know we had a schedule and all, but hell, we're going we gonna to jump straight into it, man. One Let's thing I've done that made his mark on the community, literally made a mark on the community, is his tattoo shop, man. Ivory. Now, all our life, man, I've, owned, I've known two people who can draw. White guy named Brendan O'Shea and Ivory James. These are the two most talented artists I have ever seen in my entire life. Ivory, you took that talent and became a, a, a tattoo shop owner. How, how did that happen, man? How, what, what's your journey, man? Break down that journey, man. Uh, it started young, really, at my mama's kitchen table. I remember a uh, good friend of ours, uh, Rodney Brown, matter of fact. First Rodney tattoo Brown. I ever Hot did. Rod. Hot <laughs> on my mama's kitchen table. I was about 13 years old. You know, just trying to figure it out. It was stick poke back then. You know, just a needle and thread and some homemade ink, and let's see what we come up with. You know, because I was always drawing and stuff like that, so it just kind of like came natural. Mama came home and cut my behind, boy. <laughs> I'm hey, talking sweetie. about real talk, real talk. But uh, it was just something that I never did let go. It was something that I did for fun at one time. You know, life put me in a position where I had to eat, and you know, it was natural to go to what I naturally knew. So. It put me in a position to where, you know, to where I'm at right now. You know, it's something that you definitely got to stay focused at one time. It definitely takes your time, your effort, you know, so a lot of self-discipline. But it feels good to be here now. Okay, okay. That's what I'm talking about. Man, y'all doing it wrong. It's absolute. Mother loving ink. You understand me? Not only is he a good (laughs) friend of mine. Not only is he a good friend of mine, man, and a and an old teammate, but he's my tattoo artist, man. Every tattoo I got on my body, good at Mr. 803. Pull up, hop out, we'll get it right the first time, did it, man. I'm proud of you, man, because I know where you came from. You know what I mean? I know all, you know, I know a lot of your journey, because part of it I was there with you from basketball to football and all that, neighborhood stuff. But man, just to to go through what you went through and to be where you are now. Tell tell me how that how does that make you feel when I know a lot of people counted you out? 
uh, like I said, when I first came on, blessed and highly favored, you know, to be even counted in the numbers to date. Like I said, you know, at one point, you know, it was questionable whether I would be here uh, and that's, you know, free or, you know, living or breathing, you know, some of the obstacles that we go through as young black men, some of the choices that we make, you know, some of the positions that we put ourselves in, you know, I was one, you know, did 14 years in prison. So it took a lot to come home and some of the hurdles that I had to overcome, like staying focused with what I wanted to do. And then with knowing what you want to do, still the, the hurdles that you have to overcome with knowing what you still got uh, to tote with you, a reputation, uh, a mark on your jacket. These are, are things that will uh, uh, make it harder for you to, to get rent to a building, rent for housing, um, money for, for food, education, all of this. So these are things that not only affect me, but affect people that in, in my community that look just like me. So uh, with that, I understand that we all play a part, you know, where every action is a reaction. So I took it upon myself, you know, to kind of like put out a better reaction so that I can get a better reaction from those around me, from my community, from those that are, uh, even from those that thought, that counted me out. You know, we here now, big cup of coffee. <laughs> it is what it is. Yes, sir. You know, and the sky's the limit. You know, I ain't through. I'm just getting started. Now, now that, that is interesting. You talk about, you know, some of the struggles, you know, I guess getting the rent, um, having somebody willing to, to rent you a place, you know, with, with having a record and stuff like that. So how, how did that happen for you? How did you, you know, come up in your mind that, that you was uh, going to be a business owner, that you that you was going to own your own uh, tattoo shop? How, how that happened? Well, honestly, at, at one point it was it was only a dream, I would say, because the reality of it was, you know, this is an industry where it's, it's not really that easy just to to get in to just become a tattoo artist. When you really look at the numbers, it's kind of like you entering into any other field. When you look at the numbers of tattoo shops around you and you look at the number of how many booths in that tattoo shop well the chances of you becoming a licensed tattoo artist might be slim when you consider the fact that it might not be but five tattoo shops in the general area and out of all of those two tattoo shops only one or two actually look like you mm. and out of those one or two it's only five to six booths in each one of them so what's your chances of employment it's kind of like slim to none. So it's something that you really got to, you really got to want it. You really got to want more than more for yourself. You know, so for me, it was a lot of traveling. You know, I got my start at Tattoo Trillionaires. Shout out, Will. Uh, real talk, that was somebody who opened the door for a lot of people who didn't have an avenue, you know, to even think about becoming a tattoo uh, artists and you know from there it was just self-determination where you want to take it you know and uh you know like I said with living situations and stuff like that coming home I was back and forth to Charleston so at times it was hard to get back and forth to work you know it is what it is you know that's life we all go through it the ups and downs, but like I said, I stayed committed. I worked at some shops that will work you until it's time to get your license and then, oh, it's time to let you go because we're not here to really empower you. It's really only about a dollar. And especially when, you know, the demographic is different. You know, it makes a big difference in this business sometimes. But like I said, you know, I was able to push through and uh, I was actually denied 13 buildings in, in Columbia, you know, 13 applications was denied, was denied. You know, everything will be fine at one point, and then you get to a certain point in the negotiation, then hold up, oh, we got a problem. Uh, we'd, let, we'd actually rather let this building sit empty for another year before we let you, you know. So that's a, 
that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother subject. But like I said, those are some of the the uh, obstacles and hurdles that I had to overcome. But staying consistent, I would tell anybody uh, the things that you want. Uh, it shows in your actions, not your words. And as long as you get up and put the right foot forward every day, eventually you're going to get to your goal. So. Okay. That's what's up, man. I've long said you're one of the most talented people, <clears throat> not just as an artist or a tattoo artist that I've ever known. Tell us about some of your other, um, some of your other talents, man, because I, I, I think you, you, you're pretty dope besides the uh, tattooing, brother. I would be singing too, man. Yeah, I'm man. Let him, tell, uh... let him tell, face on love. <laughs> Sometimes it will be easier to try to name the things that I don't do. Don't you do, know, right? The list is shorter. <laughs> but you yeah, know, just to be music. honest, but like I said, you know, I've, I've always been blessed. The hardest thing for me is forever been trying to figure out what to do because I've always been somebody that could do, you know, a little bit of any and everything. Uh, like uh, Vesta mentioned, you know, uh, singing, rapping, music, playing music, you know, sports. You know, I was just a just an all-around person kind of like growing up um, all the way to the streets. I mean, I was just a type of person that was loved everywhere I went. So that kind of like made it easier for these talents to be kind of like even shown, you know, and, you know, shout out to the people who did believe in me along the way, you know. Hey, you was all right in sports now. Don't, don't be talking about you. Oh, you know, listen, I was always you was I was always good enough to drop you off. You know, that's all that counts. Man, you know? listen here. Uh, hey, hey, LeBron, you ain't dropping you get, nobody off. You get, he, get, he get better in his old age and his memory. Yeah, man, the memory. you know what I'm saying? The memory is old. His memory. Listen, listen, it's not the memory. It's the records. Let the record <laughs> hey, reflect now. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I know you're talented, but I'm going to tell you something I'm going to always remember you by besides the, the body art you got on me. We was at Columbia High. And we was at the talent show. And um, <laughs> Curtis Wilson was up there. You know, he was the MC. Yeah. And he, said, <laughs> and he said, Nick, coming to the stage, we got Mr. Ivory James. Man, Ivory was up there at first. Man, we, he disappeared, man. We sat there 10 minutes waiting for Ivory. That man ain't never come back out. We ain't never Big seen fact. him since. Hey, I ain't seen him till I got my neck tattooed. We ain't going to say what happened. <laughs> I just know I ain't seen him till I got my neck tattooed. Yeah, thanks, thanks. Yeah, it was uh that yeah, like I say, that's might be for another conversation, you know. <laughs> I was hey, into a little I, bit of everything back then. No, nah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I say, boy, you missed the game and all. But uh, but yeah, man, I'm proud of you, man, to say the least, brother. You know, knowing where you came from and your journey, just keep it up, man. You know, the sky, the sky ain't the limit. You can go past the sky, you know what I'm saying? Big talk. Yes, Big sir. Talk. Shout out to the people in the chat. We got Tasha out there. Who that is? Uh, Paris. Paris out there. We got uh, Aiken out there. Shout out to all the people. Excuse me, people in the chat. Shouting us out. Cheers, We appreciate you checking it out. Make sure that you uh, click like and subscribe, all that. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Get those numbers up, man. We got to get these numbers up. Got to get Not numbers. just on Facebook, though. We got to go everywhere, Sly. Yeah, we got to go, go to hey, YouTube. Man. Big time. We, LeBron, where, yeah, where, where are we at, man? What, what are we, we man, located on? We bro? on YouTube. We on Facebook. We on Instagram. We on Twitter. We on Podbean, Podbean, Anchor, Apple, Apple, iTunes. Man, we everywhere. If you can listen to a podcast, we there, man. So it ain't no excuse. That sounds like global not. to me. Man, global. we everywhere. We were, hey, we worldwide, brother. We worldwide. Man, we checking out them numbers, man. We got people. We got people in Israel. Got people in Saudi Arabia. Couple of I'm African out. countries out there checking us out, man. I, I don't know, man. Hey, we we not doing our for some country boys. Yeah, now I'm that uh, Mr. Goody, Mister Eight Hundred Three is on, we know the African uh, population gonna pick up. <laughs> uh, big promise. <laughs> uh, that's a big promise. <laughs> man, man, check this, man. We see all of your your work, man. Um, what's your Instagram handle so people can go and look at some of the, some of the, your, your Instagram stuff that you do, some of the work you do. Uh, my Instagram is uh, Absolute Ink. That's Absolute 
A-B-Z-O-L-U-T-E-I-N-K, Tattoo Gallery, uh, Facebook, Ivory James, that's I-V-E-R-Y-J-A-M-E-S. Uh, and if you had a hard time finding me there, you can always just Google me. That's the easiest thing. To do. <laughs> <laughs> State of three. Google me, baby. We ain't even got to make this hard. Google yeah, me. I, yeah, I'm Googleable. Google me. <laughs> yeah, I'm Googleable. I tell people, I, I, I ask you that because some of the work you do, man, I, I be, I sit there and, and you do like, uh, I think one of the services, and, and excuse me if I'm wrong, I don't know much about tattoos, but it's called a cover-up, I think. That, that's what it's called, cover-up. Man, people oh, come yeah. in, they might have somebody, ex-girlfriend tattooed on their arm, and, and you make that thing go away, bro. How, how, you, how you do all that? That's that's a big promise, you know. Uh, the biggest part of that is being able to be uh, creative, think outside of what's already there. Uh, you know, I hold a title here in this city, cover of King. You need to go. I'm gonna get rid of it. <laughs> that's a promise, <laughs> you know. But uh, it's it's something that's not very easily done. You know what I'm saying? It it, it takes a, a often several sessions, but sometimes you can get it done in one, but like I said, uh, it ain't nothing easy to it. I was I would really advise people to come see me the first time, man. That way you really ain't gotta go through that. Just just get it done like the first time. Just just pull up, hop out, I'll take the... care of it, man. Take I promise. Care. I promise you. I promise. I never it's been 30 years now, so at the end of the day, I mean I never left disappointed, man. I, 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 every time I come out there, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm ready to show off your work, man. You know what I'm saying? Big facts. Now, I mean, we came from the backyard, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was, I was coming when it was in the backyard. So, you know, I'm a supporter. I'm down for you. I got one in Charleston one time when you was down there. You came by there and put the, put the, big, uh, the big one on the arm. Big facts. First of the year, I got a surprise for y'all, though, man. We will be opening the second location. I'll let y'all know where it's at, though. Oh, oh. <laughs> stay tuned. I'm talking about. That's what I'm Yeah, and, and let me say the biggest thing about my shop. Uh, it's not just a tattoo shop. I believe the biggest thing uh, about this shop is it's a, it's an apprentice shop. Yeah. And it's a place where I train everybody that, that, that basically comes here, you know, in search of a career as being a, a tattoo artist that don't have that outlet, that don't have that shop that's going to get them that welcome or that time to actually teach them and mold them into what they need to be. And uh, I do want to uh, say that the majority of my success has, has been them. So, you know, even though a lot of the light gets shined on me a lot of the time, a lot of the work and attention, uh, and more attention should go towards them. Uh, we was nominated this year for uh, Best New Business in Columbia. And that's something that I can do on my own. Uh, I did win Best Artist in Columbia this year. That's what I was going to get on. But uh, I do believe they they need their own platform because these are people that, that the industry has at some point said that we either just don't have time or we either just don't need you or your style of work don't work with us or some shape, form, or fashion, you know, I can say that the jobs that I've offered have changed these employees' lives, you know, so that's the thing that I try to focus on growing this uh, bigger so that we can take on uh, more students, more clients, you know, so it's a growing process day by day. So let, let me ask you a question, man. Now, you know, I, I don't have that, that artist's hand I don't have that, but I, I draw a mean stick figure, though. I, I, I draw a mean stick figure. Well, look, some some people need to just draw dis, disability and, and, and unemployment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't don't worry about drawing nothing else. You know, let 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 the artist handle that. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> so, well, let, let me ask you a question. Now, let's say let's say I had I had some talent and, and I wanted to become a a, a tattoo artist, man. How do you? How do they go about doing it, man? It's like you, you get them off the street and you let them go on somebody's arm, or, or they tattoo on a negative. <laughs> that I will not do. <laughs> Pick you up and let you go. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Like I say, uh, I can't say that that one of the things that other than art 
that's a big part of this job is being able to to grow uh, mentally because we deal with the the public. You know, it's it's a hands-on job, so you got to learn how to speak, and it's it's a lot of other things other than the art that help you survive in in this industry. You know. Uh, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, go a long way, you know, and that that doesn't just apply to 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 old age, you know. So it's it's a lot of those things, you know. I can't say that I've never uh, got rid of uh, of an artist that I was training or who has come here for training because of art, because art is something that everybody can pretty much learn at their at their own pace, but uh. With this job here, I would say the, the best thing to do if you really wanted to become an apprentice, really become one become a tattoo artist is pick up the phone, dial 605-8244, absolute mother loving ink. Just probably where it's going to start. All roads going to lead here. And from there, it's just uh, you start basically with a light box, a lot of tracing, a lot of boring stuff that most artists don't want to do. Some of them going to feel like they already know this, but the things that they're going to be learning is like stuff like muscle, muscle memory. You know, that's you learning without even knowing that you're learning. Uh, then we graduate from there to practice skins and uh, other programs on YouTube that kind of like teach and explain. And we get them to the point where they can do uh, smaller tattoos like names until we can advance them further on. You know, so it's a step-by-step process. It's something that don't happen overnight. Some learn a lot faster than others, but. Okay. Okay. Now check this out, man. You, I, I, I see your work. You do a lot of stuff, man. Um, what do you think is like the longest one you ever did? What, what's the longest tattoo you ever did that uh, took you the longest? Longest tattoo I ever did was about nine and a half hours. A young lady from out of uh, Charleston came down and she got a dragon from like her knee to like the middle of a rib cage to right up like beside her breast. And it was in full color. So it was like layer after layer after layer after layer. And surprisingly, she was able to sit there like with no problems, none, none whatsoever. But when she got up, when we finally finished and she got up, well, she instantly went to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> like real talk, like literally. You know, a lot of fatigue. Taya made sure she got her room that night, made sure she was safe. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much the longest tattoo I ever did. It was surprising, you know. Okay. And tattooing is a is a thing where you got to be careful to pay attention to your client, you know, body reactions to what you're doing. You don't want a person to pass out. You want to make sure to inform your client they want to eat, make sure they got enough energy to endure. Okay, okay. Now, now you put any uh, any tattoos in, in, in some special places. You, you put oh, the tattoos in special places? Like I say, man, I done done it all. <laughs> I promise man. you I done done it all. Hey, what he I really stay... want to know is can you tattoo him with a highlighter? Because you ain't going to see none of the ink on his shoulder or nowhere. <laughs> I ain't what, well, like I say, you know, <laughs> no, that's white ink won't work. I, no. I will say that. White ink ain't going to work. You're too black. <laughs> but but with that being said you know if you're a real expertise what we got to do is just approach the tattoo from a, a different perspective we want to use a lot of negative space instead of using you know going the opposite way we you we will use the negative space to actually show the tattoo you know so instead of like filling in a star on a person my complexion would show up a lot better versus if I was on you and I feel that star in the same way, somebody of a dark complexion, you would shade on the outside of the star and their skin would actually become the star itself, which would give you the same effect. So a lot of time it's, it's playing tricks with the eye also. Okay. Let's see. You, you dropping some stuff on me. I ain't know. I just, you know, cause I don't have no tattoos, man. I'm gonna be honest. That just means it's time to come see me. 4051 Broad River, sweet beat. Pull up. I just can't think of nothing that important to put on me. 
Don't okay. listen. We'll put start with a football. I can't think, I can't think of that. Not important. I, hey, I mean, he don't want to put no no commander on his arm. Yeah, they command don't. the land. Command the Redskins no more. Hey, hey, speaking of that, I know hey, all man, of us. Football season to start. Yeah, we ex athletes. Well, I'm still athlete. I don't know I'm about still, y'all. I'm still athlete. Well, in your mind, no, you, in your mind, you count me out. <laughs> hey, you can't. Not, I won't. Like I won't even break a fingernail on this hand right here. <laughs> hey, <laughs> nigga, I'm, I'm a tattoo you, artist. Yeah, that's what I take say, care. That's how you earn your living. But who your squad is though? That's why they want to play football. I'm telling them go see coach. <laughs> hey, what? What? Go see LB. My way. That's right. That part. You said it. What up, Tito? Tito. Big I bro, see Stacey, Stacey about she got a, a list of 36 tattoos she wants. God damn. Come on. Hey, well, listen, we're going to start with number one then. Can't get number one at a time. Yeah, sit down, Stacy. Yeah. Hey, check. Speaking of football, man, who your squad? We know who you with, Sly, but you can tell us again in your own words. You know, I'm, I'm a diehard forever to the end. Washington. Redskin football team commander fan, man. You know, football about to start. That's going to be my squad till till the wheels roll off, man. What about you, Ivory? Who who your squad, Ivory? Sad to say, man, I'm a Cowboy fan. I always have and I always will be, you know. Up or down, you know. We've been down so long that I don't know which way up is, but. Man. Mm. I know, right? Mm. What about you, Bron? Man, you know, I roll with the Bills Mafia, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm a Mafia member since 1986, 87. That's what I roll with. So, but check this. The, the reason I asked this, man, because, you know, football season about to start. They're about to kick off the NFL. But uh, the thing is, uh, it was a debate going on is how long do you keep your team? We see you down there, Tito. We know you're a Packers fan. Cheese head. Cheese head. But what we try to figure out is how long do you stay with your team and it, is it against man law to switch up? You know, once you're a fan, do you have to stay a fan forever? In my case, I, I can't see me cheering for another team, man. When I was younger, shout out to Diane Brown. My mom's tried to make me a Cowboy fan with – Danny White and Ed Too Tall Jones, I just wasn't having it. Just wasn't having it. I'm a Buffalo Bill fan, so I don't know how to cheer for nobody else. And, and that's my thing. You know, hell, I played for the Redskins at St. Andrew Park. And yeah. Doug Williams won the Super Bowl. You had a black quarterback win the Super Bowl. So that that's it. That's it. I mean, that's that's kind of like the same way I look at it, you know, all, all, all the way back to Pee Wee League. You know, it was it was Cowboys or nothing, you know. So it's kind of like you what what you gonna wake up and and, and switch homeboys like that? Is, <laughs> that's that's fake. I ain't nothing hey, real about that, you know. Sure. Hey, I was a Steeler, and I just can't cheer for the Steelers, man. I just I can't do it. Well, that's understandable, Steelers. I mean, but, that, but here go here go the question now. I done moved to Atlanta, right? So. So everything around here is all Atlanta Falcons, all Atlanta Falcons. So I find myself following the Falcons. I ain't going to say I root for them, but I, I follow them since you're in a new city. I, I'm going to give some people a pass if, if, <laughs> if they're in a new city and they're going for the, the team that they're in the city, the city of. That, um, that's just because you close and might be able to go see a game. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. But, but now the now the ones who gonna go and jump and be like, uh, I'm a Bengals fan because they made it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> now I'm gonna be a Chiefs fan. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah, see, I don't, if you're I don't understand that. Age, if you're over a certain age, y'all, you can't be a Chiefs fan because how many Chiefs fans you knew back when we was growing up? Exactly. No. Like, how many not Rams one. fans? And, yeah, so like T- like Tito said, we got to uh, stick with him through ups and downs. But he said he support the Panthers, but he's a cheesehead. I guess he's a, kind of been a homer. Yeah, because that, that's just the closest one to you. You can see them. Yeah. Right. You can reach out and touch them. Yeah. Like, so right. Like, 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 like I honestly would go to a Panther game, but, you know, I don't like nothing about the Panthers. <laughs> 
Hey, I'm, I ain't going to lie. I went to a Panther and Jets game. I had no root interest. It was the closest stadium. It was a game on a Sunday. Hey, I had time. Let's go. Right. It was more for the I experience. That's it. Yeah, it was just football. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I even go sit through a darn uh, uh, Redskin Jaguar game just because it's football. For real. Because <laughs> I, I feel disrespected with Cam dress code. We need to switch this up, player. I don't know what you got going on. I cannot support that message. I mean. Hey, man. I can't. I don't know if I'm speaking to uh, Ivory or Ray. Boy, you look just like your daddy. Boy, I saw him hey, at uh, CVS. Boy, shout out to Mr. Ray. Big shout out to Mr. Ray. Big shout out, dog. <laughs> Big shout out to Mr. The Ray. Goat. You the know, goat. You know, that's my yeah. That's my twin for real. Yes, sir. You his twin. It's Ain't no lie. We, talk, we talking about parents and being twins and parents and being twins. Going on in the news right now is uh, Ti and his son King. Now, for those of you those of you that don't know, uh, King is I guess one of the youngest of, of Ti kids. But uh, he recently got arrested outside of Atlanta uh, for, I guess, wanting to be hard or wanting to be tough. I don't know what happened, how he got arrested. But T.I. came and did an Instagram post, and T.I. said, yo, man, he said, stop hitting me up. He said, stop bothering me. He said, I done talked to his mama. I done talked to his grandmama. I done told him, you going to jail. You keep this shit up, you're going to go to jail. You're going to go to prison. He ain't say jail. He said, you're going to go to prison if you keep up this bullshit trying to be something that you ain't. So so my thing is, you know, you got some people was like, you know, T.I., that's a great thing to say. Some people was like, nah, you ain't never supposed to give up on your kid. Uh, how y'all feel about that, what, what T.I. said about being a parent and, 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 and kind of just telling your kid, hey, man, I can't do nothing for you. How y'all feel about T.I.? Um, T.I. Ben told them kids they went for the streets. I remember <clears throat> when uh, they first came out, he was telling y'all suburban kids, stop that foolishness. That ain't what you was raised up on, but I, I, I looked at it. He got to be a parent all the way through. If you're a parent, you don't just stop being a parent when he's 18. He need chastising, but the street's going to wake him up. The street's going to wake him up. And 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 they might wake him up, or they might put him to sleep. Yeah. One of the two. Yeah, That's one, your choice. One, way, one way or the other. I mean, when you when you really look at it from the biggest perspective of what it really is, it's kind of like if you do, I'll follow. So it's kind of like you got a parent who talk about X, Y, and Z, regardless of whether those are your actions, these are the things that you kind of like glorify and you got to look at the kids that's kind of like watching you succeed in this area. That's the lifestyle that they want to live regardless. You know, so it's kind of like, what are you what are you selling them at the same time? You know, like, to be conscious of the, of the, of the bigger picture. You know, it's, it's going to be something that you know, especially as a parent in, in hip-hop, you know, shoot, it's going to be something he's going to have to fight probably for the rest of his life. You know, I definitely wouldn't suggest that anybody give up on their kids, you know, but at some point you got to let your kids, you know, learn a lesson about life too. You know, you can't babysit them. You can't, you definitely can't hide the truth from them. Yeah. I think that's an interesting spot, my man. In. Cause, yeah. Cause like you say, you done made your whole fortune on gangster rap, on trap music. Right, right. You know, you everything you did, you talked about what you did in your past, and now you got a kid who grew up in, and he grew up in fucking Eagles Land, in one of the most expensive communities, you know, south of Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? Grew up with a right. in his mouth, and now he a tough guy. Or portraying a tough guy. And then he goes, he ain't up about 5'2", five, 5'3", five, anyway, you know. <laughs> so a lot of that may be that Napoleonic, Napoleonic complex. I know I Napoleon. 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 Napoleonic complex, you know, being the little man wanting to be a little bit more, you know, a lot <laughs> of little people a little bit more ferocious than what they really are. Man, he trying to make and, a name for himself. Yeah, you, he, I mean, but you, you also got to gotta think himself. about the fact of, of, of who his dad is, too. You know, the, the attention and, and pressure and weight that's on him. 
you know, every place that he go, you know, he going to be tried a certain way. He going to be looked at a certain way. You know, he going to be pushed a certain, a certain way. So, you know, it's kind of like, you got to think about a teenage kid, you know, going through the, those type of issues. Also those, those, that's like, weight that that boy got to carry at the same token, you know? So the only thing that you can do is, you know, try to steer him in the right direction. Yeah, but he got other kids too that's that's having to live up or live under that name. They ain't out here doing all that foolishness and and, and running reckless. That's a that's that's part of his you know uh, conscious choice. decision. That's right. choice. And like you said, it's consequences behind all our actions. And sometimes you you got to let them hit that wall and let them and let them see this ain't what you want. You need to go on back to your what it is eagle landing your little plush neighborhood. And be who you are. You're 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 a spoon fed kid. For real, boy. Cause I seen a part of Atlanta. I promise you, don't want to see. <laughs> Atlanta, <laughs> look, Atlanta USP. He ain't want none of that. I promise that ain't what he want. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, it's funny. It's funny you mentioned that. Um, Terrell just Terrell Bright just put in the uh, comic off subject. Allow me to speak on the growth and maturity of, of Ivory. So good to see you move the way you move and achieve success. I pray continued success for everything you touch. Nothing but respect. And uh, that's what Terrell said. That's what Terrell said. Uh, that man too, named Carol, man. Carol, man. Carol, man. Thank you, number one. Like, thank you. And uh, like I say, it's a, it's, it's a lot more. It's a it's a whole lot more to come. Uh, absolute freight up and running, like we I'm doing big things. Talk a little bit about absolute freight, man. I wanted to, wanted to get into that, man. What's what's that? Your new business venture? Uh, yeah, one of my newest business ventures. Uh, my stepson. Shout out to Cam, U.S. Army. Yeah. My my former player, Cam. Yeah, big talk, big talk. Real yes, proud sir. of him. Real proud of him. You know, young man yeah. kept his head low doing what he's supposed to do, you know, like, and, 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 and this, this is all our responsibility, not just to our kids, but to, to all of these younger men in our community, you know, especially the ones that got an ear and want to listen, you know, it's, it's our job to be able to give them something positive, you know, so uh, he will be coming home from the army in about, well, actually a few months now. You know, he'll be all uh, resigning from the army, a few issues, but like I say, he will be all right. But he was my uh, big motivation. You know, I knew he was coming home and I know that his job while in the army is driving truck. And I know that it's something that he liked to do. So I'm trying to, you know, prepare our way for him, you know, teaching the business. I don't want you to just, you know, work in a truck. I want you to know the business, know how to run a business. Versus just knowing how to work, you know, sometimes that's the only thing that we talk, you know, and that those are limitations, you know, so. You know what? I love what you just said, man, that that shit make bring a smile and make make me feel good in my heart, man. It's like, you know, you got your son getting out of the, the military and instead of you trying to all right, here, go and find you a job. Let me set you up in a business. Let me, you know, let's take some ownership of this thing so you can see how to run this trucking company instead of just working for somebody. And I think I think that's something we need to have more of in the community. I mean, every everybody ain't gonna be no owner. Let be let's be honest. Everybody not meant no, no, no. But everybody everybody's not not gonna be an owner. But yeah. but but that mindset. Yeah. That that mindset is a mindset that says says in itself that I I have no limitations, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I I love that. I love the fact that that you won't set your boy up and get him in the right place, the way he can make that choice and make that decision on how he want to be with his life, and, and and do do big things, man. And and I like absolute freight because somebody told me a long time ago. They say you got all these goods in the United States. They got to get there. <laughs> you know, so somebody got to get them there. And, and, you know, so that that's money that's going to always be there. People always talk about, I'm a big, I'm a big proponent of going to college, man. If, you know, 
and me more going to college is for the experience more than the education. But there are a lot of people out here who ain't never stepped foot on a college campus who do real well for themselves, make real money by having these skills or having these trades and having these business in that trucking industry. Yeah, and that's one thing that I focus on. You know, I I, I come from, uh, you know, a, a lot of my friends don't have, you know, a lot of them don't have GDs. Let's just be honest. You know, some of them don't have high school education. Some of them don't have uh, college education. But those are, when you look at it, it's kind of like that's what they sell us, the, the image of success. If you don't have a college education that you can't succeed, if you don't have X, Y, and Z that you can't do uh, this, that, and the third, you know, it's kind of like one of the things that I, preach constantly in here to these artists like you got an opportunity where you want to go I asked one of my artists when I first hired him you know I'm not just gonna hire anybody just because you you can draw like I know it's a thousand of y'all that can draw but I asked him what what he really wanted from tattooing and he said uh I think I want to be famous I think I want everybody to know me for what I do so I explained to him, you know, that take work. And he replied, well, I'm here to work. Mm. And, you know, to this, well, that's one, that's one of my first licensed tattoo artists. And, you know, I'm proud to say right now that you can't really turn on a social media and you don't know who Davy Bricks is. You know, so oh. at some points we got we to gotta provide the opportunity. It's, a, it's up to them, you know, to, to take it the rest of the way. You know, it's, it's, it's just like you were saying, Vesta, with, uh, you know, my son. You know, it's, it's kind of like the same thing with him. You know, it's up for him to take it the rest of the way. It's the same thing with like T.I. T.I. and his son. You know what he prepared for him, you know. So at, at some point, you know, we got to lead God and direct into, you know, a better path. You know what I'm saying? Because we know what the other direction to get you. You know, and it'll wake you up too. Yeah. <clears throat> but see, with with Cam, man, he's always been level headed. So that's somebody that when you turn it over, I, I have no doubt that he's gonna carry it the rest of the way. Yeah, Cam, a natural born <clears throat> leader, right? But I'm gonna show you something. Cause me and you know Cam, right? A mm-hmm. natural born leader, right? Right. Anything that he want to do is natural that everybody else around him pretty much going to follow, right? So imagine if he just get up one day and want to do the wrong thing. See, because that ain't nothing but a a small mistake, mm-hmm. a decision. Uh, so that's why, you know, people like you, important, on and off the field, somebody that constantly in your ear, you know what I'm saying? the impact that you had in cam life off the field, you know what I'm saying? That ain't got nothing to do with a football or running track or X, Y, and Z. You know, those are the impacts that, that, that make the differences that people don't see. And I believe that that's what made my business, you know, more impactful than anything. I think that's why we was nominated uh, one of the best new businesses in Columbia. Because uh, we try to focus on more of what the client here for. Like, if you really think about a tattoo, 90% of the tattoos is attached to a direct feeling, emotion, or an event. So as an artist, if you overlook that, then you overlook the purpose of why the person was even there. That was your tip. That was your, let me make sure I bring somebody else to this man. That was your, you know, at, at, at some point, you'll start to understand that you give a lot more healing than anything with, with the art that you provide. So it's kind of like teaching artists to look a little deeper into what their job is. You know, if it's, if it's really just to do a tattoo, then it's really just about money. And if it's really just about money, those are the artists who work that you'll see go up and it'll go down. It'll be good one day and it'll be bad one day, you know, because they're working for the wrong thing. You can always tell where the heart at. You can always tell where the passion comes from. Okay. Okay. Man, I, man, I, I'm glad you dropping some of these jewels on us, man. 
I, I really, really appreciate a lot of the Jews you dropping on us, Ivory. Um, you know, to see your path. And I, one thing about this podcast, man, we really love black business. We love black black people out here. And, and we ain't, and I'm be honest, ain't none of us ashamed to say it. We, we like black folks. You know what I'm saying? We, Look, we, I love us. You know what I'm <laughs> exactly. We and we love to see when when black folk do do great things, man. Check this out, man. We want to jump into the '90s block, man. You know, Ivory, what we like to do, man. We like to take a stroll down the '90s block. We go and pick up something in the '90s, and we talk about talk about something in the '90s, man. On, on this one right here, on this one right here in the '90s block, um, uh, God dog, it done slipped my head. What 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 we go in the in the '90s? We gonna mess around this time, and we gonna do cartoons in the '90s. Oh, since we got artists, we got artists. We gonna do cartoons in the '90s. Which one? <laughs> which, uh, which which cartoon of the '90s? Something we used to watch every day after school. Which one would you want to be? Which X Man would you want to be? You remember the X Man cartoon? You had uh, Cyclops, Jubilee, uh, Storm, Wolverine. Who? What was the 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 lady? Jean Grey. You had uh, what was the, what was Wolverine the the bad? You had the Juggernaut. Which which uh mutant would you want to be on the X Men? That's a tough. I'm gonna go, go Wolverine. You gonna go Wolverine? Yeah. Why Wolverine, I, man? Cause he he healed fast. Okay. It was hard to hurt Wolverine, and I feel like I'm a man of steel. Can't hurt me, indestructible. I guess. That's good. That's good. Me, I, I, I would really want to be Professor X, man. You know, cause I, I, I'm, I'm trying to control this without even needing comfort of my chill. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I ain't trying to be ripping and running and doing all that cutting, keeping all that. No, just hold on, think about this, son. All right, my job, boom. You know, <laughs> I'm out. That's hold up. All right, we good. Straight like that. I look in the comments before I give my Terrell said he want to be Wolverine. Vanessa says Storm. Who Natasha said Jean Grey. Who that Molly said Jubilee. Man, Jubilee can't even do nothing. <laughs> he had the the little sparkles, I think. That's right, the little oh. sparkles. Oh, somebody always had to come say Jubilee. Stacy said Jean Grey too. Jean Grey, check this out. If it's me, if it's me, I won't be Magneto. I I won't be Magneto because you mess around with Magneto, you put that helmet on, you ain't got to worry about Professor X. You, you, you kind of like got a Magneto look. I can give you that with the helmet. <laughs> I can give you that. That part. But you got, but you got that metal. You can get metal from anywhere. You know, you pull out some metal and create a shield. Can't nobody shoot you with no bullet. You know what I'm saying? You can pick up tanks with with your mind. Hey, Magneto was a bad boy, dog. Hey, listen, you know where I'm gonna be? <laughs> right there in your mind. Don't even trip. Hey, I ain't even gonna be on that home. Lord, I got my helmet on. Gotta have a helmet though. Look, as soon as you take it off, I'm gonna have you building all kind of tractors and all kind of <laughs> that part. <laughs> oh man, Tasha said Mystic. Who was Mystic? That's the blue lady. I don't I know. Think she might have been on the dark, dark side. Must be. Yeah, she said <laughs> on the other side. Yeah, Chad, must be. Chad said Bishop. I like Bishop. Coming yeah, back Bishop was cool. You talking about Bishop from um uh Deadpool? No man, Bishop um when Tupac was Bishop from oh. um, <laughs> negative. That was not a cartoon. <laughs> hey, but listen, what was y'all favorite cartoon from the nineties? Hmm. I think I think it was X Men for me. I ain't gonna lie. 
Uh, I'm going to go Tom and Jerry. I'm going to have to say Struz made duck, man. Duck tail, man. Duck tail, man, all day long, man. My son was watching DuckTales, and they got some new version of DuckTales out, man. No. It ain't, it ain't, that ain't the real one. I, I promise you that ain't. Man. No, man. Come on, man. They done redid all our old cartoons, man. Cartoons ain't cartoons no more. Don't they nobody get up with a Bowser series. Don't nobody the get up. I, was, I was just about to say Chip and Dale. Chip and Dale. I know they ain't redid oh, Chip and Dale. No, I don't think so. That was that was the joint, Chip and Dale wrestling. Yeah, see, them, them two back-to-back, them was classic. Hey, check this out. My son, five years old, he don't get up with no bowling series on Saturday morning talking about watching uh, cartoons and then wrestling. The man, it ain't the same no more. Yeah, I promise you it ain't. They ain't real. <laughs> it, it ain't the same. I promise man. you it ain't. Man, I, I oh, you, man. That boy, Saturday morning, boy, you watch that block. And then you remember they had, uh, you know what I like? I low-key like uh, Michael Jordan, Bo Jackson, and uh, it, it, it Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. They yep. were- I can see. I wouldn't I wouldn't even don't even trip. That was yeah, see, I, I was just on the way. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yes, I missed that part. That's what it was. Pro Damn. stars, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Pro Wayne stars. Gretzky went that down hockey. Mm-hmm. And then Hammerman. MC Hammer had a had a uh, cartoon. Cartoon, yeah. Magic shoes. Oh man, it was some good shit back in the nineties, man. And they took cool. and they took the it magic was. shoes and made light Mike. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's some two thousand shit. No, I know. I'm just saying yeah, they yeah. they yeah. took our ideas, man, and messed messed up the the, the originals, man. See, there you go. Just take the two thousands to go and mess something up, man. They need to go to absolute mother loving ink for a cover up. Hey yeah, man, <laughs> and just start all the way over. Let's, let's, let's straight. redo it. Please. Just redo it, man. Redo it. Well, check this, man. Check this. We're getting close to the time. We're getting close to the time. Hey, before we get out of here, LBZ, you got anything you want to say before we get out of here? Man, I just want to shout out Ivory James, man. Thank you for coming. The legend continues. And shout out to everybody that's trying to get it out the mud, man. We see you. All right. Hey, Ivory, you got any parting comments, man? And give, give out your address and your number and all that type of stuff. Any parting comments before you get out of here? Uh, part and comments, man. I want to uh, say be positive in everything that you do, man. What you want can't come to you, just will it to yourself. You know what I'm talking about? Take the best step foot forward. Uh, that's pretty much it for those who don't know me, man. Like I said, good mistake. Oh, three six oh five eighty two forty four. Absolute mother loving ink 4051 Broadway Road. Pull up, hop out. I'll take care of the rest. All right, man. Hey, this has been another great episode of the RIP 28 podcast, man. It's a podcast where we talk about a few things. Some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like, but we keep on talking about them on the RIP 28 podcast. Hey, we'll see you back next week. I can't think of anything slick to say to end the show. So we're going to end it just like this. Big fast, y'all gonna have to bring me back sometime, man. Oh yeah, you definitely yeah, got yeah. that open invitation, brother. Open invitation. Big fat. Big fat, big fat.